Welcome to Take Me With You, episode 166. I'm Ryan. And I'm Cheryl. We are two well-traveled people who want to go everywhere. But that's not going to happen. So instead, we'll travel vicariously by inviting a guest to share their unique travel stories with us. Today, I'm talking about my trip to Hawaii. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this, Cheryl. Oh my gosh, I actually went. I know. <laughs> And I'm excited to talk about this for multiple reasons. One, because I haven't heard anything about your trip yet. Two, because I helped you plan it a little bit, however many months, what, March, I think, back in March. Yes. So I can't wait to hear what actually happened and what didn't. And three, because we haven't recorded an episode like this also in months. So I'm excited to be back to talking about travel and hearing about cool travel adventures and things like that. Yeah, so fun. It's been a nice break to be, you know, doing these re-releases. Obviously, my editing load hasn't really changed, but we haven't been mm-hmm. recording this podcast in a long time. Mm-hmm. And um that's been nice and then also it's I've been missing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I've been missing like getting to talk about travel as much yep. or even travel and life as much and so um <laughs> good to be back and actually talking about a place I went to for reals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did. I did go on a road trip this summer that mm-hmm. maybe did we do planning for it? I don't, I don't think, think we, did. we did. I don't think so. I'm looking on our very detailed spreadsheet <laughs> that has all of the different episodes. Cause that would have happened after we planned Hawaii. Oh yeah. And no, so we didn't. So yeah. no. Mm-mm. So yeah, I took a road trip this summer to uh, the Grand Tetons National Park mm-hmm. with my husband and my stepson. And um we also went through Yellowstone and um so I did get to travel and it was fun to do another road trip like I was you know, gonna I say you did the mine. same yeah, the year before. So it's kind of a new family tradition. Yes, yeah. And road trips I think work well with a kiddo and being flexible mm-hmm. and yeah. Um so it's good to do that travel, but I have not been on an airplane in almost exactly two years because it was since my honeymoon and yeah. this was my second anniversary. So mm-hmm. um, it was good to be back on an airplane. But Ryan, have you done any travel, talking <laughs> about travel, like thinking, Gosh. dreaming? You know, and this is, I think, partly why you and I talked about doing the wish you all the wish you were here episodes is because there just wasn't as much travel happening because of COVID. So I did actually go on a plane. Let's see, we're recording this in December of 2021. And I went on a plane in October of this year for a really quick trip down to visit family in Southern California for my grandmother's 89th birthday. So I did a long weekend. I took the Friday off and then just flew down on Friday, was there Saturday, 
most of the day, Saturday, Friday, all day, Saturday, and then flew home on Sunday. So it was a really short trip, but it's the first time I've flown since COVID. And the first time I've traveled anywhere, any sort of trip. Well, I guess, I guess I did do one trip out to Spokane to see my sister back in April, I guess. So if you count that as a road trip, I guess I did do that, but I literally just drove to my sister's house and then drove back. So I don't know how much of a road trip that is, but definitely the first (laughs) time on a, on a plane since February of 2020. So yeah. First time flying with masks, first time with all of those other pieces. Mm -hmm. Is that the longest period of time in your life you've gone without flying? Not in my whole life, but in my recent life, in my, how about like your adult years? Probably not all of my adult years, but in my most recent decade of life, for Mm -hmm. sure, 15 years, maybe, I think it it probably has been. Typically, I've done some travel, you know, usually at least one trip a year somewhere. Yeah. Some years, more than one trip. Yeah. (laughs) In a good year. (laughs) I think for me, this two-year amount, like this two-year period, I think is the longest probably in my life that I've mm. gone without being on a plane. Wow. And even like I have, um, I have an Alaska airlines credit card mm-hmm. and which like, you know, you get miles. So right. Yay. That's wonderful. But then you also get, um, annually you get a $99 companion fare, mm. which, right. um, you and I were talking about that because I was telling you like, as a single person, I was like, unless, you're like traveling with a friend pretty regularly. I don't know if it's worth it yeah. because it's a companion fare, but right. um, the funny thing is with a card like that, normally it's like a no brainer. Cause it's like, well, okay, at some point this year I'll be flying and right. it, I'm sure it will, you know, give me a discount of whatever the ticket price would be, unless you're going to like Southern California. Cause that's not bad from Washington, but um, yeah. And so like, that's what I used on this trip because I was like, that's the only trip I'm taking this year. So I just lose it if I don't yeah. use it. So even if it wasn't that good of a discount, it would have been worth it. But it was weird right. last year, like having that benefit and not, not using, using it, it, you know? Yeah. 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 It's just been crazy. Obviously people who are listening are aware of the state <laughs> of things in the world at whatever time you happen to be listening to this episode, but things have just continued to not be normal and they may never go back to what we considered normal at some point in time. Hopefully they will become more normal, especially around travel. I'd really like to be doing more travel. I actually had a student come in to a student who I had last year stopped by my class briefly this year. And he was asking, how long has it been since you've been to Slovenia? How often do you go? Cause he's part Slovenian. So he's was interested in that. And I was like, I haven't been in a while, like two or three years at this point, because with all the travel stuff, and it was just sort of a sad reminder of all of the, you know, the wonderful times that I've had there and the people that are there that I care about who I haven't seen in a really long time. And, Mm. and in Croatia as well, there's people that I know and care about there as well. And just that whole part of the world, but it will come back at some point. So It will. Yeah. But you, Cheryl. Yes. You got to travel. And in some respects, 
and I don't know how you think about it, but in some respects, I feel like it's almost like a honeymoon redo because you had to change your honeymoon sort of at the last minute. Not that you're, you had a bad honeymoon. I know you yeah. and Daryl really enjoyed new Orleans mm-hmm. when you went and you shared about that on the podcast, but also it wasn't quite the trip you were originally planning. And this wasn't that same trip you were originally planning either, yeah. but still kind of a big anniversary trip. Yeah. I mean, I think as a lover of travel, like my favorite way to celebrate anything is by taking a trip. So like Daryl and I don't (laughs) even buy each other birthday presents. We just say like, let's just go somewhere on Mm. our birthdays because like I would rather do that than spend money on a a other type of gift. Um, But for anniversary, I'm like, my favorite way to celebrate would be taking a trip ideally. So last year we did a weekend away and that was really fun. I got a new job a couple months ago, and so now I work in the hospitality industry. And so leaving in December is an absolutely horrible thing to do in my job. (laughs) So as long as I'm in this job, which I think is going to be a while, I will not actually be traveling on my anniversary Mm -hmm. (laughs) anytime soon. Um, They were like, January, that's a great time to go. So I'm like, you know what? It'll, it'll still count. I could do a oh, trip, sure. you know? So I don't know if it's every year, it's probably every couple of years or so, but, um, it does feel like even if we hadn't had that weird last minute change with our honeymoon, I pro- would probably still want to travel, you know, but mm-hmm. on our anniversary. But then I think on top of that, it's like, well, let's just keep making it, <laughs> yeah. making it up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, it felt, um, it felt like a very similar, I think our travel style was very similar to our honeymoon where it was like mm. really chill there. Like, like I said, after my honeymoon, it was like in New Orleans, there was nothing in particular that I needed to see or do. There was nothing. If I didn't do it, I was going to feel like the trip was a waste or ruined or, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that. And yet we did do things. We were aware of what we could do but didn't like make particular plans and just like saw where the day took us and also like rested and took Mm. naps and then also this is a specific one just with this time of year being early december um watched a lot of hallmark christmas movies (laughs) (laughs) because daryl and i are both lovers of Oh, I didn't didn't know Daryl liked them as well. He does. And so that was something we did on our honeymoon, which is a really funny thing to be like, oh, yeah, we watched like a significant number of Hallmark Christmas movies. So now there's like this little, I think I already enjoyed them. But but then because we did that on our honeymoon, it feels like Mm -hmm. it's like a really fun, like reminiscent thing. That's (laughs) so so funny. Airbnb we stayed in had cable television and so we watched probably like five or six of them just in the evening as we're like chilling and kind of winding down from the day and so um so that was pretty funny too so um yeah it was i think a similar pace and we only had one thing scheduled for the whole trip um oh and everything else was just like we decided what we wanted to do you know it was lots of outdoor things or restaurants or stuff that you didn't like plans for or tickets for so um, that felt very similar and I loved it cause we were both pretty tired. And so it was nice yeah. to get some rest. So good. Yeah. Good. Well, I think I'm, I'm curious about two levels of things with this. One is how much of what we talked about months and months ago during the planning ended up 
paying off or being a total dud or whatever. And then the other is just sort of what's the overview of the trip? Where did, where exactly did you end up going? I know you and I've talked a little bit, you know, where exactly did you stay? Did you rent a car? Just the mechanics of sort of those things. And maybe you want to do them in reverse order of giving the overview first and then talking through, but. I mean, I don't remember exactly everything that we did in our planning episode, but sure. um, it definitely helped a lot. Okay. I think at the time I was not sure, do I want to spend like half the time in Hilo and half in Kona or somewhere mm-hmm. in between or just mm-hmm. one and then drive and all of that. So what we ended up doing is we did do half in Hilo and half in Kona. Those are a okay. few hours or they're a couple hours away on opposite ends of the island. Um, Hilo is on the east side of the island, kind of east, southeast. And then Kona is on the west side of the island. And there's a big, uh, there's a highway, not a big highway. There's a highway that goes in a circle around essentially like the border of the island. And so you can drive from one to the other on the north way or the south way. Okay. And so um, that was a plan that I had was let's go on the north way there and on the south way back because that way we can like see the Mm. whole island, you know, by going there and back. Um, And it was interesting, though, because I read recommendations in several places that said, oh, take the north way. It's shorter, but also the roads are nicer and there's less like inclement weather or whatever Mm -hmm. down there. And it was one of those things where like everybody's interpretation of what makes a road nice or not is different. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought the whole highway was really nice. It was all paved. There were not hardly any potholes that I saw on the island, honestly, but definitely Mm -hmm. like not on this highway. Um, It was windy at points, but like, a windy road for a little bit doesn't particularly bother me. And it wasn't like we took some really windy roads, but those were not the main highway. Those were like mm-hmm. to little beaches or things like that. Um, but yeah, honestly, I would recommend taking one and then the other if somebody is driving there and then back because okay, it was fun to see the whole island. And there's, you know, such like unique features in different parts. And so that was cool. Also, the south one, that's what goes through Volcanoes National Park. So like, mm. what are you going to not go to volcanoes? I mean, so anyway, I think that that was um, that was that was a plan and that worked out. And we um, that's what we ended up doing. And that was really cool. Um, we. <laughs> We car rentals are really expensive. Have you heard about car rentals being yes. expensive? Like everywhere. Yeah. I've heard they're ridiculously expensive. Yes. So apparently everywhere. And then especially in Hawaii, because Hawaii sold a lot of their cars during COVID. Oh. Um, I've I heard, I don't know if this is true. I heard it was because they weren't making money through the tourism industry. So to make some money. I don't know how that makes sense if like private businesses are owning cars there but maybe they just weren't being used so they sold them but Mm -hmm. anyway um i am a bit stingy when it comes to renting a car normally it's not something i want to pay any money for it's like (laughs) and it's just something where it's like i've taken so many trips where either like i'm staying with people (laughs) Mm -hmm. or even in another country i'm visiting people or there's good public transit and so I just don't need a car or you need it just a couple times. So you take a couple Ubers and that's still cheaper right. than the rental car. But honestly, if you're going to Hawaii, like unless you're staying in a resort that is an all inclusive resort where you're like, my plan is to be in this resort. You really do need a car 
Mm. Like it's just things are spread out. Um, and just because you're staying somewhere like you, you're probably going to want to go to the other places on the island and do other things. And there's a lot of remote places, especially on the big island. It was really mm. spread out and there's a lot of areas that feel very remote there. So, um, but <laughs> what I did is I was like, okay, this is really expensive. And so I thought, well, in Hilo, we're going to want a car. It's far from the airport and we're staying in this Airbnb that's like on somebody's property, like 20 minutes from town. Mm. So we will, we're going to need a rental car there. So let's rent it for the Hilo part. Then we're staying like a 10 minute drive from the airport, like right in town in Kona. So here's our plan is the day we drive to Kona, we drop off the rental car and then Uber to where we're staying. And then just there, walk to the beach. It's the beach is across the street. Restaurants mm. are everywhere. Let's just walk. Let's just be there and hang out there. And if we need like one or two Ubers, it'll still be less expensive. So that was my plan. Okay. So then we're in Hilo and I start thinking through like Friday's the day when we're going to do this. And, and my, my little planning brain in the back of my mind, I just start stressing about it because oh. I was like, I was trying to figure out the timeline of like the time we are supposed to drop our car off versus when we can check in. And that was the one day we had tickets to something too. Mm. So it was like, we're gonna have to go to that thing and then immediately drop off our winter winter car. And all of that is happening before we can even check in. And now we have groceries with us and other stuff. So we have all this stuff we're gonna have to bring in the Uber and then not even having been to this building before, like figure mm -hmm. all that out. And so it's telling Daryl, I was like, this is just like a tough, it's going to be pretty tight and I'm a, and he was like just extend it for a day like let's keep it for another day what's the big deal mm -hmm. we'll pay some more money it, the convenience will be worth it so I called this like number on your reservation you can call it and I got mm -hmm. it extended and then on Friday comes and we're so happy we have the car mm. Saturday morning we still have the car we go snorkeling that's wonderful and then it was like Man, it'd be really nice to just have the car <laughs> and go snorkeling again. Or what if we want to go to this other beach that's further away? And then we're like, now it's only two days until our flight. So really, we're going to like Uber on two of these days anyway. And we're like, how much money are we even going to be saving at this point? Mm -hmm. So I just extended it for the whole time. So really, oh, it's, interesting. What, okay. it's what I should have done in the first place. It's just it sucks paying a lot of money and, yeah. and then also like gas on top of that so like it's oh, not right. even like if you think about like your travel budget and you're like okay here's how much my rental car costs mm -hmm. there you go then you also like have to budget for gas and gas in hawaii is really expensive too mm. it, it's something where you just have to suck it up and like yeah nobody likes playing for a plane ticket either but you need mm -mm. that to get where you're going and so mm -hmm. it was one of those things where i was like just if you're gonna go to hawaii just like consider that a necessary expense budget mm. for it and it is what it is but the convenience of a car for that trip is really worth it and okay yeah so anyway that's my little thought on that <laughs> also it was that's funny. good to know yeah yeah it was just interesting like it didn't feel like a big deal at the time to like we would drop it off three days early and then when we were there it was like Gosh, the convenience of going like to any place on this yeah. big island is really nice. Yeah. So. And did in order to extend it, did it cost more to add it as an extension than it would have if you had rented it for the whole time from the get go? No, 
No. Oh, okay. Which is actually surprising. That's good. I don't know if that's always the case with every company. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, so I learned a little lesson there of just like, okay, it's it's a time to suck it up, you know, and just Mm. like pay it. But um, there are certainly trips I'll take in the future why we're still not rent a car, but not for Hawaii. Not for Hawaii. So it's good to know. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, but I made a list. (laughs) Of course you did. I mean, I have several things. It is on Google keep. (laughs) I just, this trip was so good and it was so restful and so Mm. fun. But Daryl and I were like, there were several things we did and he was like, all right, check it off the Hawaii bucket list because it felt like a very like, oh, we got to do all the the Hawaii things. So I'm just going to quickly read you everything that I wrote down of like the Hawaii (laughs) things that we did. And then we can dive into specifics. I'm going to screen share some pictures with you too. Great. Um, But here's here's my Hawaii bucket list that I checked off. (laughs) Okay. We saw dolphins, Mm -hmm. saw a volcano, Mm-hmm. Went snorkeling. Okay. Saw a waterfall. Mm-hmm. Saw the sun rise on the beach and saw mm-hmm. the sun set on the beach. Mm-hmm. Had a Mai Tai. <laughs> Ate some ahi. Okay. Had poke. All right. Saw turtles. Mm-hmm. Held a gecko. Oh. Ate some fresh pineapple. Mm-hmm. Went to a black sand beach. Mm-hmm. Stayed in a jungle. Oh. Went to church on the beach. Nice. Ate lobster, uh-huh. laid on the beach, <laughs> had shave ice, oh. drank Kona coffee, picked mm. fresh fruit from our yard that I got to eat. Oh, there was rain and there was sun. <laughs> Saw some banyan trees, mm. hiked on the coast, held a seahorse, and saw tide pools. That's so there's a great my Hawaii list. trip. Yeah, that's a great list. <laughs> So, yeah, it was the only thing we didn't do that we wanted to do was we did not go to the observatory on top of the mountain. Okay. Yeah. It was right before we arrived. There was crazy rain on that Mm -hmm. island. And people kept being like, whoa, you're going to hit some rain. And it it was like raining sideways, apparently, and everything. By the time we were there in Hilo, it was raining, but it rains in Hilo a lot. That's why it's green over there. Okay. So, like, we got some rain there, but we expected that. And then there was sun by the time we were in Kona. However, there was snow on the mountain oh. up there. And apparently it was closed when we first got there. So we kind oh. of like wrote it off in our minds as an option. And we're like, okay, I guess we won't be able to go there. Um, it was open the last few days we were there. We thought about going and then realized it was going to be like at least a six hour commitment between driving up the mountain. Mm-hmm. We thought like, let's be there for the sunset and then stay and get to see the stars and you wouldn't need to be there when the observatory is still open and at that point we we're like you know we I think we ought to chill a little bit more so we mm-hmm. ended up not going um i don't know if i regret it or not because i don't know what that experience is like however yeah. it was cloudy so i don't feel too bad about it because mm. i don't even know really what we would have been able to see but i got to look at the mountain from the shore um okay it's pretty you know you can see it like anywhere on the island and so mm. <laughs> it's a big old mountain right there but um yeah so that was the one thing but other than that really like i got to do everything i wanted to do and it was really fun so yeah 
I have to ask. Yes. You said you saw a volcano. Mm -hmm. Did you see lava? I I did, but I didn't know right away until Daryl told me that I was looking at a lake of lava because it wasn't red. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't do like a lot of like learning about volcanoes before this trip. That's fair. So I learned while looking at it and being thoroughly unimpressed <laughs> <laughs> that I was looking at a lake of lava. <laughs> so, I mean, it was really, it, I, I feel like it was cool that we got to see a volcano and see a lake of lava, but it was like a pretty unimpressive view i guess it was just a black <laughs> solid it looked almost like With a like paved over coming pool. out of it yeah yeah and far away mm. like you know and we we went twice because we went on the first day and it was but it was overcast so we could still see it but everything mm -hmm. kind of blended with the overcast and then the day we drove to kona like the volcanoes national park is minutes from the highway it's like right oh, okay. off the highway so to go see that viewpoint of it is not that far off the highway so we're like well of course we're gonna go back and it's a sunny day so we start walking out of our car and then it was like oh they're like distinctly in the sky is all the smoke coming up mm. from it you know so that was kind of cool to see it contrasted more but it still was like a little small gray lake far away with steam coming out of it so sure i'm sure there's more we could have done there too we didn't spend a ton of time in the park um I think it depends on when you go for what you can see. And like, mm -hmm. there were some roads that were closed. So it depends on like, we were like, oh, well, maybe we could drive somewhere else. And I think there were some longer hikes you could do to see more that would be cool. So I think if that was like for you, Ryan, mm -hmm. when when you go to Hawaii, because I, <laughs> I would recommend this trip for you. Um, like, I think you should commit more time to it and figure yeah. out all the cool hikes and everything. But um, yeah. oh, yeah, the yeah, the reason I want to go to Hawaii. Well, okay, there's two. Yes. The observatory. And the observatory the and yeah, the volcano yes. slash lava. Like that's it. Like I don't care about the beach. I don't care about the food. Yeah. I don't care about any of those things. Those are the two things I want to see. Totally. <laughs> um, so like here's a picture of pictures of the lake. And this is like zoomed in. Oh, it's down. So it's not, it's obviously not the hill. Correct. And it's not the next thing, but it's the thing down there that's kind of grayish. Yeah. Where the steam's kind of coming out of the edge of it. I think what I was picturing in my mind was like a child's drawing of a volcano. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> well, and Daryl probably explained some of this to you. Yes, he did. But <laughs> the, it can be that sometimes. Okay. And when yeah. I say that I want to see lava, that's what I mean. Sure. Yeah. I mean, right? you would be excited about this too. I'm sure. I would also be excited about that. Yes. But, but it's not like visually impressive. It's more right. like that you know what it is. And yes. you're like, oh, that's cool that yes. I get to see this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I got to tell you about these seahorses. Okay. Yeah, because at one point you were mentioning something. I don't yes. think it was when we were planning. You and I must have been talking about this something was, else. No, this was very recent. Um, yeah. So my family for Christmas, mm -hmm. my family, all the like adults in my family as couples do like a gift rotation. Okay. So like one couple has just one other couple. 
that's all that we're giving to, which has really been really great. And we've been able to give each other some like nicer gifts. So this mm -hmm. year, my sister Katie and her husband Nate had Daryl and I. Okay. And one of the ideas I gave them was like for an experience on our trip because I was like, that would be cool. And we love experiences. Yeah. So they found this seahorse conservation center. Okay. I think that does tours. Um, and so they are so cool. They are, you know, obviously trying to work on like getting the numbers back up because seahorses are an endangered species. Oh, and I didn't know that. Yeah. And they, um, which species of sea like all seahorses, I think all seahorses. One of the problems is, um, well, there's a lot of, you know, factors obviously contributing to it, but one of them is that they're popular pets. And so people go like, who are trying to sell them as pets and take them from the wild and sell them as pets. Oh. Um, but they mate for life. And if a pair is uh, separated, both of them die pretty quickly. Oh, um, like the one in the wild dies and the one in captivity dies. So seahorses as pets only live for like a couple months. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a pretty big problem. Um, so this place, they're also trying to like introduce more species back into the wild, uh, but then also they are breeding them as pets. And so their pets live for 10 to 15 years. Um, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. And they're breeding them to be more social since that's just like a fun thing as a pet mm -hmm. and they're kind of a social animal anyway. And then also they are not monogamous the way that they're pre like just raising them or whatever. And so then I think it's not such an issue when they're like sold mm. to somebody's home. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And so, and then they're also just working on various like conservation efforts for them. But um, so we were as the tour, if you do the tour, you're at a small group, which is, I love a small group. Mm -hmm. Um. The first thing is we got to see baby seahorses that had like just been born days ago. And, and how big are those? Oh, just teeny, teeny, tiny, like just little, little guys. I mean, you can see them and you can see their features, but they're so small. Um, and they have them in these big, like, I want to say barrel and barrel feels like the wrong word, but it's like these big round upright blue containers filled okay. with water. So it's like a barrel with an open top, but not like a barrel in a video game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so we each got our own to like stand over and look at them and learn about them. And then we got to go over to the paternity ward where okay. we got to see the fathers. And um, again, we each got our own barrel to look at and they are so social they came up to greet you and would like pop their head out of the water to look at you and just like stay there swimming and looking at you and making eye contact that's how really? social they are. yes i had no idea i they feel like that's see... a pet that you need cheryl i know i kept telling <laughs> daryl <laughs> um they can see 15 feet out of the water Oh, interesting. They can like clearly like see you coming. And then um yeah, so and then their little their little like mouth that they eat out of, they eat like a straw. So mm -hmm. it's like a little round thing. And so like that that's out of the water with them and you can see their little like sucker thing. It was the cutest thing. Also they're kind of begging because then the next thing we got to do was feed them some of these uh -huh. shrimp that they eat. 
So they knew it was like about time to eat. So we got to put some of the water for them. Um, and then we got to see like some of the seaweed that they eat. And then they talked more just about conservation in general and our responsibility with that. And then um, they showed us sea dragons as well that they have there, which are so cool. Have you seen a sea dragon before? Maybe. Is it they like a look- seahorse? They just have the longer furry yeah. things. Yeah, they look like a seahorse that like added some seaweed as camouflage onto its yeah. body or something like that. Okay. So those are very cute. And then the final thing is you get to hold one. And so they have us like thoroughly, thoroughly wash your hands. And then you make, they call they kept calling it handmade coral reef. Uh-huh. And I was like, are we making coral reefs? No, it's you take your fingers. Uh-huh. You keep your hands open and you just touch your fingertips together and then you put it in the water. And so then you have your, like, your fingers open, separated from each other. Yes. But and your, your tips the, touching. The tips from your two hands touching. Yes. So you have like these gaps. Yes. In between then, each pair of fingers. And then they bring one over to your hands and then it puts its little tail around your finger and like attaches to it and hangs out with you in the water. <laughs> 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 and it sounded like when when they gave us these tickets just like a week before a trip it sounded cool and i was excited uh-huh. i was like oh yeah that's really neat and it was exciting and doing it i was losing my mind <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing them being social and they like hold tails as like a social way of like hanging out with their friends so you'd mm. see them like swimming around like tails intertwined just as like a cute social thing i mean they're just adorable and social and oh my gosh so yeah that was fantastic and that was the what, one thing we had planned on what trip. was it like to have the seahorse wrapped around your finger i mean you hardly felt it it's very light mm. so you didn't feel it much but it was really cool so it was more of a concept that yeah yes. <laughs> yeah you could i mean you could feel it but it wasn't like gripping or anything. Yeah. yeah. I I have to ask this question, Cheryl. Is there a picture of you with a seahorse in your fingers and the expression on your face at the time? Well, I was wearing a mask. So, mm. I mean, for all these experiences, I mean, not the outdoor ones so much, but, you know, lots, lots of mask wearing. Yeah. But um, there is a picture of me holding the seahorse and you can see the side of my face. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This is the little building. Which, okay, you probably thought was cute just from the get-go. Yes. <laughs> it's a little, it's sort of that bright blue, and there's a giant seahorse with a lay around it on the outside. Like, yeah. Is that a wood carving? Is that what that yes. is? Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see you be enchanted, being enchanted even before you walked in. <laughs> and then here's our tour guide. She's standing next to like a pond with a rock wall behind it. And she's talking about the little tiny shrimp in there that are seahorse food. Is Was that a man-made pond? Yes. Can, yes okay. Because yeah. the rocks look natural, but. Yeah, it's a man-made pond on okay. their property. Okay. And then we could not take pictures of the babies or the paternity ward. And that was a bummer because that's when they're being real cute and social. And why couldn't you take pictures? Well, of them? I feel I feel like they're full of it. 
Um, okay. And I'm a rule follower, so I'm not going to go and take pictures of when they tell me I'm not allowed to. They right. said the whole time there was no flash photography, and I can see that. Like sure, flash. no flash photography makes sense. But then they said that we couldn't even take pictures, and I think the real reason is so that guests wouldn't be distracted. Oh. You know what I mean? Because we're, yeah. like, feeding them and, like, mm -hmm. hovering over these tiny baby seahorses. So, like... My guess it was more about like maybe guest distraction or things like that than okay. any harm that a non-flash photo yeah. or like maybe they don't trust people that they really have their flash off at that point with the tiny mm -hmm. babies. Mm -hmm. But I I don't see how a photo without a flash could actually do anything to no. them. And they didn't give a very valid reason. I don't even remember mm -hmm. the reason they gave. But anyway, I'm a rule follower. So yeah, that's what we did. Here's a seaweed in these big vats it growing okay. in the sunshine we and got what's to the eat point of the seaweed to eat it well they eat it but oh, we also I say, you ate it. it i did oh okay she like said like go ahead and try some and everyone was looking really hesitant and i think it was because we we're like was that like a tour guide joke or was it like oh. go try some and it was like you try some so what'd you it, think it wasn't i mean the flavor was good because i like seaweed that i did not like the texture because mm. it was like not wet and slimy yes it's not dried seaweed like for sushi you know so. yeah yeah and then here's a really big tank with a bunch of seahorses in it oh that's like a piece of a chain link fence that yeah. they have submerged for them to attach their tails to i guess yeah wow that's a whole mess of them yeah it looked like a swarm if there could be a swarm of seahorses and were they moving around a bunch yes oh a okay. ton it was okay. really hard to get pictures, mm. um, but they were so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. And these guys too were coming up and saying hi, but look, they're holding on each other just like oh, in all these uh -huh. different ways. Their tails are wrapped around each other. Sometimes one would be like pulling the other one around. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. Now, all of these ones, are these the ones that they're raising to be pets or to repopulate? I'm or... not sure. I'm not remembering okay. Okay. who was going where or anything, or if we only saw the pet ones or what. This was at the end. Okay. Um, in the tank. Those ones Little look a lot guys. more yellow than the other ones. Is that just the lighting? I think they might be more yellowy actually. Okay. But they're so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. But now I want to know where the video of me holding it is. I'll have to find that later for you. But okay, because Daryl took those on his phone. Oh yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so that was great. Highly recommend seahorse.com and go to Kona and hold some seahorses. Awesome. Um, what else do I have to? Do? Oh, but Ryan, a huge. A huge highlight. This might have this. It's possible this would be the highlight I would choose if you asked me what my highlight was. Okay. Was our Airbnb in Hilo. Okay. It was truly incredible. This was by far my favorite Airbnb I've stayed in. Ever. Like, ever. Possibly mm. my favorite, like any like hotel accommodation of any sort I've stayed in. Why? Okay. Why? we we were in a little jungle like it was we're so it in was a jungle <laughs> it was um 
This is the one that was on someone's property? Yes. So it's about 20 minutes north of the town of Hilo along the coast, really close to the ocean. It's on somebody's property. So they live there too. And this is like a guest house, which like, I will say it it can vary as far as like, how close is it to your house? What kind of guest house is it? What like, I feel like, and pictures only do so much and you can Mm -hmm. read the descriptions, but it's still like, we will, we will see what it's actually like. And this place felt so It felt like there was no one anywhere near us really um and it was truly like a little jungle at night it was loud with bird noises and like just like jungle sounds (laughs) and but not in a scary way no 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 no. so it felt like like a white noise machine that has like the different settings this Mm. felt like the like bird jungle setting (laughs) um there was some of the windows didn't have glass on them it was like just um what, what like mesh? an opening or screen screen it was just a screen okay and um one of them was like here's out the bathroom this is just like a screen here okay. where the bathroom window would be it's a really really big window with like two sinks along it and then there's just a stream there's trees and a stream out there mm. and that is the view and you could just listen to the water running Mm. It felt it was it was nice too. like here's another picture of the bathroom. Just really nice, clean Mm. Um, in the bedroom. It was like a six sided room. Oh, cool. And out this one window, like where we were, if you sat up in bed, Mm -hmm. that's where you could see the sunrise in the morning Mm. over the ocean. Um, Oh, here's me hanging out with a little gecko friend. There were a lot of geckos (laughs) and they were so cute. We like geckos because they eat bugs. So gecko fans, they're the okay. cutest little bug killers. But like, here's the sunrise in the morning. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazingly beautiful. And with the time difference, when it's like 630 there and the sun is rising, it's like 830 our time and we're kind of naturally waking up. And mm. so um, it was pretty easy to like wake up for the sunrise. Nice. Dude, but this house was just so cool. Here's an avocado tree that was right outside our door. Oh, wow. These massive round avocados. And our host said in the instructions, like, feel free to pick fruit and eat it, you know, when it's in season and everything. And nice. so I made myself some avocado toast with avocado. With a from fresh our yard. avocado. Yes. Here's and like the it? living room. Oh, it was delicious. Um, it was a nice, it was a kitchen two here's like our coffee cups but that house back there that's our host house oh that's quite a ways away you can you can see it when you're looking for it but it's not close at all there's plants and bushes and trees and stuff it just felt here's my little avocado it's not little oh no that's big yeah yeah and the shape is very different yeah they're they're very circular yeah interesting yeah it was just so Cool. So we like spent time there. Like we cooked some meals there. Mm-hmm. One afternoon we took naps and read. And it mm-hmm. just was like a place that you wanted to be. And that was so fun for this trip. So that's um very cool. That was really neat. Um let's see what else I want to tell you about. There was a lot of good stuff. We had sushi which of course we were going to have sushi, but it was very funny to me because there's a sushi place in Renton near where we live called Genki Sushi, okay. where Daryl and I have gone a lot. 
And on the wall there is a world map and they have little dots where like other of their locations are. Okay. And there's one in Hilo. So I was like, we have to go. Oh, that <laughs> so, is funny. Cause there's not a lot in the, in the U S and I, there's not a ton of locations anywhere in the world, but like, you know, it, it was so funny. So, but this one actually had a little, it had a, it had a screen that you ordered on and then a tiny little bullet train came to deliver it. Oh, that's funny. So kind of like, kind of like a blue sea sushi where there's a, you know, things yeah, sushi moving bar. around. Yeah. But in this case, it comes, you order it and then it comes to you on that little bullet train. Does yeah. it just run around the perimeter of the restaurant? It just goes there and back and then you push the button after you got it. And so um, it just brings you what you ordered. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really fun. We saw a waterfall in Hilo that's like, there's a parking lot and then there's this beautiful waterfall called Rainbow mm. Falls. Apparently, if you're there in the morning when the sun is shining on it, there's rainbows on the waterfall, mm -hmm. which is why mm -hmm. it's called that. It was enough overcast that although we were there pretty early in the morning. There it was just wasn't the direct sunlight, sure. Yeah. Still a pretty waterfall. Yes. Um, we saw so many birds. That was really fun. We saw turtles three times. Three separate times. Yes. So we went to this beach um, in Hilo that our Airbnb host recommended. She said, oh, yeah, a lot of times you see turtles there. And I'm not observant enough that I would have, like, necessarily noticed this guy on my own because he was mm. in the water under this rock sleeping. And he looks pretty big to me. He was pretty big. Yeah. Okay. Um, But Daryl noticed him. You can see the raindrops actually mm -hmm. hitting the ocean there, too. It was raining pretty hard at that point what was the temperature though oh like 80s okay yeah, yeah. so it's like going to florida and having it rain yeah, it's totally plenty warm it's just wet here's a really creepy spider that i had to get pictures of for jack oh that's an interesting interesting what it's doing with its legs yeah they're all in the name X of it pattern I yeah it's called it. a spider <laughs> you already said that Oh, there's the little like daybed in the Airbnb where I read mm. in the sunshine. Yeah, that was it was so cool. I think I should actually just look up like the specific name of it, because if someone's going to Hawaii, like they should stay at that place. Yeah, I was just going to say if I ever or when I end up getting there. Oh, you should. Totally I would want there. to know yes. what that place is because it yeah. looks great. Yes. Um. So. Here's the volcano. Mm -hmm. on the clear day so now you can actually see clearly like where the cloud of smoke is and you can see like the steam uh -huh. now more. which volcano is this one this is the same spot this is the same as i showed right. the, the but other is this day. mauna loa mauna kea sure. i don't remember sure um mauna kea i think is the big mountain in the middle of the island yes so this so is the volcano that's at volcanoes Mm -hmm. There, there's the big mountain with the snow on it. Okay, and that's the one I think where the observatory is. Yes, the yes, telescopes that's are correct. Right, and I think I think that one's Mauna Kea. Yes, and then so is this maybe Mauna Loa? Maybe, but then also, what's the name of the macadamia nut brand? Because I accidentally called the mountain that one time. I don't know. I'm thinking it's Mauna Loa. It is Mauna Loa. And also that's the name of the Macadamia nut brand. <laughs> so we were both right. <laughs> and Mauna Loa also has an observatory, it looks like. 
Oh, I don't think I knew that. I don't know if I knew that either. But we both know it now. Hey. Okay, so that um, beach where I saw that turtle in the water Mm -hmm. in Hilo was called Richardson Ocean Park. Okay. And there's all these beaches in Hawaii that are just like little teeny tiny ones because you know it's like an island and so there's a lot of there's actually though there's a lot of public places where you can go to the beach there okay and just kind of pull over and i mean at least in december not a lot of people it was also a nice time to go in december i would definitely mm-hmm. recommend that um when you hilo, said it was still 80 degrees so it's not like it's cold yeah and hilo especially is more of a residential city and so i loved that mm. a lot because not only is it more green, but there's also like, there's not a lot of touristy stuff and there's just less people going and doing mm. the touristy things. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm showing you right now this map of Hilo and you can see the ocean line and like, there's all these little beach parks along here that weren't that big, but they were really cool and mm. really easy to park at. There was oh, also like- that's great. Other than in the main spot of Kona, like where like all the restaurants and the touristy stuff is mm-hmm. on the rest of the island. I don't think we paid for parking. Like paid oh. parking wasn't really a thing we were even seeing oh, much nice. of. Yeah. So that was really nice. It was easy to park places and just get out and go look. And so, um, yeah, that was really cool. We also saw turtles on the beach that is like known for seeing turtles at it i mean i guess <laughs> that the makes big sense island, which is this is um Panelu'u beach which is on like the southern coast mm-hmm. and it's a black sand beach although a lot of hawaii is black sand other than the sand that they brought in and so it's actually like there's a lot of black sand beaches over there um, yes so it wasn't like this was the one black sand beach no. but it is a black sand beach and i mean when you go on like google photos and stuff you see just photos of turtles and so this was like one i had starred and so we drove to it and did see two turtles um just chilling on the beach and there's all sorts of signs up about like not bothering them and in mm-hmm. fact these guys there are even some cones around them so i don't know if there's like people oh. that work there and like interesting move them based on where the turtles are hanging out but it was really cool we weren't that far from them and you know got to see some turtles Hmm. napping on the beach they were very cute yeah and what did you think of the black sand it was cool it's a little grainier Mm -hmm. um and it's so pretty like there's such a strong contrast you know, yeah. between that and the ocean and the sky, like it's, it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was really neat. And then in Kona, um, we got, we definitely went to some good restaurants over there. Um, especially I want to recommend the Papa Kona restaurant, which is like, I keep saying right in that main area. And I, let me actually like pull it up to see like, what is it called? But there's this area, you can't really call it downtown because there aren't skyscrapers on this island. And so it doesn't feel like what you'd call a downtown, but, but it's I don't like, think a downtown has to have skyscrapers. Okay. That's fair. That's, that's, that's fair. But like, it's right where like they have the farmer's market and okay. the, um, it's the, 
the Kona Kalua area, but it's the Kilua Bay. Um, and right around that, okay. this area here is like some good beaches and then just like solid restaurants essentially mm. and things like that. And so, um, this, and this is right where we were staying. And so it was fun cause we stayed just like across the street from the beach. And that was an Airbnb also, or was that a hotel? That was an Airbnb. It was a condo and it okay. was really interesting because it's this condo building that clearly used to be a hotel and then they sold it as oh. condo units. So the building itself was not great. Like just uh -huh. the, the, like it didn't look that nice or like cared for very much. And they had mm -hmm. a million rules as far as like, you can't flush this thing and you can't do like all these things that I wouldn't really break anyway, but I had to like initial that I was going to follow all these rules mm -hmm. or be fine. Um, and so it seems like it's a place where it's really up to the individual owner as is any Airbnb, but like, it's really up to the individual owner for how nice your unit is because like on Google, they had terrible reviews, mm. but this condo on Airbnb is like a five star super host and has really oh, okay. good reviews so that's why i chose it and then we pulled up and it was like uh where is this place we're staying um and so it was fine like the unit i was in was fine you know but it was like a view of the ocean <laughs> across the street mm. and like a patio and had air conditioning and but and the, it was really the like the location was like killer mm. there's crazy expensive parking right around there um and so just being able to stay there and it was really fun, like being able to like walk to restaurants and walk to mm -hmm. the beach and stuff like that. So it, that was much more for the location as far as like proximity to the things goes gotcha. um, than, than staying in like a nice place. Um, mm -hmm. But there's a lot of hotels along there too and things like that. But we went to this one restaurant across the street from us called the Papa Kona Restaurant and Bar. We went there twice because we went there for dinner and dinner was really good. And then they had signs about their brunch and it, it was Ooh, like brunch, brunch in the sea. And we were like, yes, we will have brunch. And so we went back and had brunch and it was one of my favorite meals there. I'm trying to find mm. it actually. It's, um, it was a Benedict, but instead of, um, it was a, it was a seared ahi Benedict. So this oh, is wow. like, big seared pieces of ahi that were delicious and then it was on a bed of rice instead of uh -huh. the english muffins it was one of the my favorite meals i've ever had to be honest with you it was oh so wow good it was just delicious and i mean obviously like you're on an island in hawaii the seafood's gonna be really good um but mm. and then like this um this was the view from our our table and so it's just like mm, looking at the ocean so right pretty. there yeah, so that was really pretty. Um, and then, yeah, we uh, on Sunday morning, we decided to go to church at this little church that is like right on the beach hmm. and they have their services outdoors. And um, right before the service started, I saw something out in the water and I thought like I had been hoping we were going to see dolphins. <laughs> so I saw something in the water and my first thought was it's a dolphin. My second thought was, no, it's probably someone snorkeling. I'm mm. just getting my hopes up. And then I was looking and I was like, there are just so many things in the water that would be like a really big group of people if that's snorkelers. So then I realized like that's a pod of dolphins. And it was, mm. it was a lot. Here's a video. Oh yeah. There's a ton. You can see their dorsal fins kind of come up and go down. Yeah. 
kind of all together. Oh, interesting. They're not that far off the coast. Like they're no. not right on the coast, but they're not that far out. Water can't be that deep right there. Yeah. It, they just kept coming too. There were mm. so many. Yeah. So that was really fun to be able to see the dolphins and um, mm. yeah. Yeah. And they were pretty close. Yeah. Um, so that was really neat. And of course I had to go lay on the beach too. Of Although course. I will say Ryan, I was thinking about you with this trip because I was like, would Ryan like this trip? Could he get like a full fun travel experience out of this with not wanting to lay on the beach? And absolutely you could. Like I was thinking, I was like, honestly, I would have been satisfied with this trip like, and never even worn a swimsuit. I mean, it just was like, oh wow. You could, especially with the big island, um, but I think mm -hmm. really like you could have a full fun week there and not get in the water and be or lay on a beach and be totally happy and have mm -hmm. enough to do. So um, I would definitely recommend it for you, but um, I definitely wanted to go lay on the beach as well. Yeah, just um, for the record, I don't think laying on the beach is terrible and awful. I know. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to that to be my entire vacation. Totally. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think you would need to snorkel though, because mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like so crazy cool to snorkel there. Now, what all um, were you able to see? Okay. Sorry. Did you go to specific places with specific groups or did you just rent snorkel gear or bring it and then just go somewhere? So we rented snorkel gear. Okay. And there's lots of places to do that. Um, and they have like a daily rate. So you just tell them how long you want it. Um, and then I did, I did a fair amount of Googling. I wanted to see a lot of people's lists of like mm -hmm. best places to snorkel. Um, and found a place that was like on a lot of lists and usually like number one on a lot of lists. Mm -hmm. And then Daryl did the research of like, well, when, when do you go and learn like you should go in the morning. That's when it's going to be best and go oh, okay. when the tide is going in, not when the tide is going out because okay. the water is murkier when the tide is coming out. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. we went, yeah, we went in the morning. We went to, so this bay here, um, can you see it? Yep. Okay. So um, this is like what people say you should go is near the Captain James Cook Monument. Okay. Which is like on the west side of this little bay. The bay itself but is- But this is still Kona, not, you didn't do this out of Hilo. Yeah. So like um, here's Kona, here's that bay. So it's like a 30 minute drive. Okay. South. Yes. 30 minutes south. Um, you get to go on like this little fun windy road, like with like views of the ocean mm. and like cute little houses along the way. It was very fun. It was a good drive. Um, so the bay itself is the Ka, wait, let's see, Kialakikua Bay. And um, the monument, like I said, is on the west side. And so, but at first I just had this bay as our directions. And I was like, oh, wait, I should not do directions to a body of water. I should do directions to like a beach. <laughs> so I chose the beach that's on like the southeast side. And okay. it's called um, Manini Beach. And as you can see, it's really small. Okay. Um, 
and we got there and I was thinking about it and I was like, uh oh, do you have to be like near the side with the monument? Like, is that where mm. the conditions are better? Or there's better fish or more fish or, and so, but we got there and what I loved is there was like, it wasn't even really a parking lot. It was just a little street next to it. And this was like a patch of grass. It was a pretty small mm. beach park with hardly anyone there which was great but there was a woman there who i don't know if she's paid to do this or what her deal is but she like as we came in she like greeted us and told us like we're a no sunscreen bay here and mm. um just for like the safety of i don't know taking better mm -hmm. care of the reef and everything i think um and then she like told us the best place to enter the water and all this different mm. stuff and she's like all right go see some fish and so we put our stuff down and got our snorkel gear on and entered the water and it was like feet from where we entered the water that we started seeing fish oh, and wow. probably saw like at least 15 different types of fish mm. and honestly like we are hardly far from the shore at all um and the water was clear and mm. it was i remember when i was a kid and i went snorkeling i would kind of get too cold over time mm -hmm. in hawaii which was hilarious but um as an adult, I think like I did not get too cold. You just your temperature kind of evens out and the water's not mm. that cold. Um, and floating is really easy. And so you're like hardly even paddling or swimming or anything. You just kind of like float in the water and look down at the fish for as long as you want. And it was incredible. It was so, so cool. So That's but they cool. also like I know you're not much of a swimmer. They also like you can rent like a flotation thing to put around mm -hmm. your middle or different things mm -hmm. like that. Um, but you don't even really need like swimming skills to be able to do it, which is nice mm -hmm. too. Um, I will say like whenever I snorkel, my body for a couple minutes kind of does a little mini panic where mm -hmm. like I'm breathing really fast and can't slow down my breathing because your mm -hmm. nose is like in your mask and you have to breathe only with your mouth and that's an adjustment. Mm -hmm. um, and then like getting comfortable with your ears being under the water Cause like putting your face in the water feels fine and your, but your ears will be under the water pretty much the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, and getting comfortable with that, like takes a second for me too. And so, mm -hmm. and I, and I grew up swimming and I'm a pretty good swimmer and yet still like, it takes me a second for like to get my body to be calm, but I just had to power through and like, just kind of calm myself down and slowly, you know, like get used to it. And then it was so relaxing and really fun to just to mm. go float around and see all these different tropical fish that are these bright colors and like not that far from you and yeah it was really great was it just fish or did were you also do you also see a reef at all um what's your definition of reef i coral. saw a little thing yes yeah there was coral there yeah okay they were swimming like around the coral okay okay like this this picture from google maps uh-huh that's what i saw essentially oh, okay oh that's cool yeah that's very cool yeah that's pretty much what it looks like is all these different types of fish and oh yeah like that's swimming amongst yep. the coral yep that's coral yeah so it was um mm. and i've i've talked to several people over the time who've gone to hawaii and like while they're snorkeling there's turtles there too which is really mm -hmm. neat so um yeah it's honestly like i even if you're like it's not totally your comfort zone I would recommend that you try it and yeah, go and do it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, so, that's what yeah. I did when I was in the Galapagos because it was like, I'm not going to not try this. It was still a little weird. And my big thing, and maybe I just need to talk to Daryl about this, my facial hair. 
I couldn't get a seal on my mask. Mm -hmm. So water would continually leak in and give it enough time. It would, I would start to inhale water through my nose. Yeah. That's no fun. No. So I ended up just plugging my nose through my mask. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, I'm going to make this work. Um, I've heard the advice of using either Vaseline or chapstick Mm -hmm. that you'll get a better seal. Tried it. Didn't work. Okay. And then his mask, just the way it sat, ended up being above the hairs enough. So I wonder if it's the type of mask and how far down it goes. That could be too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there's a way to make it work. I'm not the only person that has facial hair. That's true. That's cool Um, though, that you just kind of. It was so great. And not a lot of people. And yes. Yeah. It's a sequel fish. A reason to have a car is I actually had like several snorkel spots along the coast Mm. starred. And it was like, if this one sucks, like we'll drive to the next one. Yeah. That's a good point. So that was really cool too. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I would recommend on the Hilo side. There was this, um, these signs for a scenic route, a four mile scenic route that were along the highway that like the main, this main highway here that we were driving along that goes all the way around highway 19. It looks like. Yeah. Um, and here's our Airbnb. So like you can see where the scenic route is. It's like right next to it. Oh, okay. And so when one time headed back, we're like, well, we, we better drive this scenic route. And like, honestly, a scenic route could mean a whole lot of things to different it people. It really could. Yeah. It was incredible. I felt like I was like on it right at Disneyland. <laughs> what? Like it felt like I was like in the Jungle Cruise Jungle or something. Cruise, yeah. Just like it was, it felt like you were in the middle of nowhere mm. with like, again, all these bird sounds and so many different types of trees and vegetation and going Mm. over like a river a lot of times these are just like people's photos on google that i'm Mm -hmm. showing you right now but like it was such a cool drive so i wanted to share about it um it is called the ppkio maikai scenic route and if you are going to the hawaii tropical bio reserve and garden that is on that road mm. so you drive like I, I we didn't go i had it starred but honestly we're like we're seeing so much cool stuff we don't have to even go here but um it was interesting that it was like oh yeah there's an entrance to it like right on this road mm. so it's just this windy road you go like pretty slow on it and i was like are we in like the car version of the jungle cruise and i'm the driver it was it was very neat that's so. really fun yeah, I would recommend that in Hilo as well, like right in Hilo. It's really fun because there's all this area that's like this little inland. This this calls it a pond. Oh, like just there's water that comes inland. Yeah, with little bridges like foot bridges that go over it mm. and all this like park area with these gorgeous old trees, lots of banyan trees. And then there's like this park here. The An and ice like a pond, a Japanese garden. I don't know what oh, the nice. ice pond is about. And mm. just like so gorgeous, like just so much of this island is just the nature. Like it hasn't really been overtaken by a ton of houses or stores or anything. Like mm-hmm. just not much like development. There's so much where you just get to see the nature. But even in Hilo itself, like it was just so gorgeous. So just mm. taking time to walk around the gardens and everything there i would definitely recommend wait did i say astronomy center 
Oh, astronomy center. Oh, sorry. I just, I saw the word it's astronomy and got interested. <laughs> it's all good. So here's um, another question for you. Yes. Would you, do you, th- if you were to go back to the big island, because I was originally going to ask, would you, and I'm pretty sure based on what you described, the answer would be yes. Mm, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Okay. I feel like, I mean, you've been there, done that. That was going to be my question. Would there be more stuff that you think you would still want to see or do? No, I think. Okay. Especially like it's not a cheap trip. It's not crazy expensive, but like, it's not cheap. Like even Mm -hmm. like food isn't cheap there. Gas isn't cheap. So it's like, it's an island. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm much more of the type in general to want to go to new places. And right. so it was funny because Daryl told me even right before we left, his boss was telling him like, oh, this is so great. Like you guys are probably going to fall in love with it and maybe like go back regularly. And he was like, no, we'll probably never go back because yeah. Cheryl's going to want to go everywhere else. You know, right. that's just and not so, your travel style. Yes. I think though, um, if we had more time and more money, as an additional trip, I would totally go back. If we're like, we need to go relax for a week, I would totally go there. I would stay at the Hilo Airbnb the whole time mm. and do day trips over to Kona. Oh, okay. So it's not that far to drive between Kona. No, well, it's and like Hilo. an hour and a half. But like oh, if you went bad. for the whole day, I don't know, it's not that bad. Um, and so honestly, for you, I w- I don't I wouldn't even tell you to stay in Kona. I would tell you to go stay in Hilo. Mm. For someone who wants to lay on the beach, go stay in Kona because in the beach is like the beaches that you want to lay on in the mm-hmm. sunshine mm-hmm. are right there. Or if you want like multiple days of snorkeling, multiple days of laying mm-hmm. on the beach, you should stay in Kona. That's where all the resorts are too. If you want, if you're someone who wants to stay at a resort, yep. but if you're like, I want to go and do, um, mm-hmm. and you don't mind more rain, um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> then go stay in Hilo the whole time because like there's that's where the jungle is and that you know and like mm. it's it's so much prettier over there because it's all like the lush vegetation yeah. would yeah. would you say it was less crowded were there less tourists on the Hilo side or was it totally. very similar yeah there were definitely less tourists oh, see, or like just and too. just less people yeah like it's just more spread out for sure and there's an airport in both Kona and Hilo yes um but I don't know. Kona is the big of, one. Kona is the big one. Okay. So I don't know like what you would want to do for a flight necessarily. Okay. Um, Yeah. For what would be worth it. You'd have to look at like what would make sense for, mm-hmm. for that. But there is an airport in Hilo. Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, I think if I had more time to take off and more money to spend on travel, mm-hmm. I would probably go back, be like going for my birthday. Let's go hang out mm-hmm. in the jungle. But as far as like, it's more of like this trip for me is more of like a big trip of the year or of the two yes. years. Yes. And so for that trip, I'm, I'm going like to Europe next time, you know, or right. something yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what I have to say. But, um, and Daryl like had a really good time and also mm-hmm. does not need to go to Hawaii again, you know, like he mm-hmm. just, cause he's more like you or like, he doesn't, want to go lay on the beach or things like that and so and he's not a big heat person either Mm -hmm. this airbnb that i was raving about 
Like, mm-hmm. I would tell anybody, like, to stay at this specific one if it's not yeah. available or not the right fit for you because it's just a one-bedroom. Okay. Um, then I would say stay in that region. So stay, like, a little north of Hilo along the coast because there were mm. some other places along there. It's just such a gorgeous area. Um, but it's called the Pipikio Paradise. And you would agree with the word paradise, I assume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, and so great host and wonderful wonderful place to stay Mm. yeah awesome any other big highlights for you things that you're like oh my gosh this was great or definitely don't do that although it sounds like there weren't any definitely don't do's on this trip well we both had colds so yeah we were pretty low energy because of that too and just like not always feeling the best so maybe don't be sick while you're traveling noted (laughs) but um the last night of the trip daryl had a surprise for me oh and it was so good you love surprises i love surprises um and that was when we were like maybe talking about going up to the observatory and then Mm -hmm. it was funny because he he was like uh i don't know i think we're gonna get back too late and i was like okay and then like later he was telling me he was like okay i was gonna go to the beach he was like you just need to be like back here and ready to leave by six and i was like are we are we going somewhere it turns out he made the reservations like weeks before we left so that was like extra (laughs) exciting to me um he took me to a place called gertrude's jazz bar okay it's in kona it was like a 10 minute walk from where we were staying um and they for the last four years have won hawaii's best live music oh um and we got to just sit and listen to live music for several hours and oh, fun man it was the perfect way to end the trip um i am someone who even at the end of a weekend is sad that it's the end of the weekend and has a hard time enjoying sunday nights because it means it's, it's the end of the weekend <laughs> and definitely with trips it's like although i always am happy to be home i never want the trip to be over and so the sure. last night of the trip can be a bummer for me and i also mm. like kind of planning ahead so then sometimes the last time of the trip is also just like packing and cleaning up and that's not mm-hmm. fun and so um daryl knew i would be a little bummed on the last night and so he made it really fun for me Aww. and so this place it was pretty small it's a small little restaurant i'm going to show you a picture of it okay um so this is from our table since he made reservations oh. this was our seat Wow, like that's like right in front of the stage. Yeah, there was a little dance floor uh-huh. up there. There wasn't much, not many people danced, but. um, Did you dance? No, no, I didn't dance. It was much more like, let's sit and listen to music vibes okay. for me. But, um, okay. but so there's just this little stage and there was this woman who she played the whole time. It was kind of like, it was her thing. And then mm-hmm. she had, here she is. She was great. Um, So they have various live performers come on, but she comes pretty regularly. Uh, but then she had friends of hers who I think also play there pretty regularly join her for different songs. And since mm. it's like jazz, it was like very much and just live music in general, like nothing was planned, obviously. And so there was just lots of like, hey, you want to come join me for this one? And someone else would come sing with her, you know, and so mm. um, all so, so talented and like mm. really good. Um, so there was like a flute player. This guy on the flute also sang mm-hmm. a lot. There's a trombonist, which made me so happy because mm-hmm. that's what I used to play. 
um, ukulele, mm. um, another flute player. So at one point there were two men playing the flute, which made me very happy to see clarinet, um, mm. violin. And then another woman came and sang with her. And so they did lots of old jazz music. Think like Ella Fitzgerald songs like mm. that. Also lots of show tunes because she's a big show tune oh. fan. That was great. And also lots of Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> like and like let it snow and white Christmas and things like that, which was hilarious. Um, it was so fun. She took requests. Mm. People could just like shout out songs they wanted to hear. And oh. she just instantly would start playing it. Oh, wow. Um, the person who was kind of like the host of the night said like, she's like, yeah, I've never seen her like not know a song. Wow. Um, but even like, actually, it was funny. This one guy requested a song and I we noticed like she like was Googling the chords really quick and then also like played it so fast and wow. did an amazing job. Um so I, ha I do have some video here. Let's see. I'll show you some. Oh, that's yeah. really fun. It was so, so fun. Oh, here's a better photo. Um, and so at towards the end, Daryl was like, okay, well, you have to go tip her. And so I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, because she introduced um, M.T. Jar. Mm, um, uh-huh. <laughs> and mm -hmm. how he has like a ruthless appetite and everything. Um <laughs> But then Daryl was like, yeah, you probably should go request something. And I was like, I, I get kind of nervous. I'm a very outgoing person. But in those yep. situations, I get a little nervous. And I was like, okay. I, don't, I don't know. And so I was thinking of, I had two songs in my mind that I okay. wanted to request from her. And the one I ended up doing was I asked her to do Hello, Dolly. Okay. And her face, like, lit up and Aww. she just jumped into it right away and she just killed it because i mean Aww. her voice like kind of lends to like singing like barbara and oh my gosh it was it was like it was so 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 good so that was oh, really that's fun fun yeah yeah daryl was like watching when i came up and she he was like oh yeah her face like changed and she started singing it really oh, <laughs> so that was yay. really fun so yeah and we had really good drinks and nachos and then just got to walk back to where we were staying so mm. yeah it was such a good last night and um and like i would really recommend going there too it was so that's very fun. cool so well, and ah. what's what's interesting, I don't know if you thought about this or not, and maybe I'm making the connection incorrectly, but I'm remembering when you, I think the last time that you went to Spain and you went to, I, 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 well, I don't think it was a jazz bar, but some sort of like restaurant that had music that was on the top of a building towards the end yes. of your trip. In Barcelona, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was, you. that was a moment that was a real downer for you and you felt alone. And here it yes. sounds like a in a sense a similar venue sort of experience mm -hmm. but it had you had the exact opposite experience yeah. because it actually lightened the end of your trip and was a great note to end on which i just think is very cool for you yeah oh that's so true i didn't even thought about the aspect of it yeah i was just thinking of like our honeymoon we went to new orleans and heard jazz there yeah and i was like oh that's fun like as a fun anniversary mm -hmm. thing to go hear mm -hmm. some live jazz music and then daryl was like now, everywhere we go, we should find a live jazz thing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Twist my arm. I know, right? So, yeah, that was delightful and such a good end to the trip. That's so. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Cheryl. Yes. 
I do have a standard question for you, even though I skipped the first two standard questions. I'm not going to skip the last one. Okay. 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 So kind of, you know, from the name of our podcast, take me with you. Mm -hmm. If you could take me with you for one part of your trip, what would it be and why? Well, I mean, definitely the volcano, but okay. a couple reasons. One, because then like you would go get, be able to go see it. Mm -hmm. So like, yay for you. <laughs> and then also I would have you explain more of the volcano to me mm -hmm. and like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> and then maybe we would take more time while we were there to like, go figure out like, where can we go see more of this volcano? Where, where's there mm -hmm. like another viewpoint? And um, again, then you could explain to me what I'm looking at there. Okay. As well. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> that, I, I, I accept that answer. Cool. Great. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for sharing about that trip. I'm so glad yes. it did actually happen. I know you I know. were, we were talking off air about how I think because of that, the initial honeymoon and all of the stuff back and forth. And then with COVID, how you kind of don't believe that trips are happening anymore until yes. you actually get there. Yeah, I definitely, I felt that way with this. It felt like, and I, I don't know if that's a permanent change with travel. I've talked mm -hmm. to other people about this who have similar feelings mm -hmm. just because of COVID. I think almost, almost everyone has had Almost everyone has had trip canceled and everyone has had plans canceled mm -hmm. in some capacity mm -hmm. where I think we used to feel like, well, if you have a ticket to something, that means you're doing it. Right. And none of us see plans at all like that anymore mm -hmm. and especially travel. Yeah. And so I think now I saw it as, as opposed to like, I'm going to Hawaii in December. It was like, I have tickets to go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Like I have, I have purchased the tickets. So like, hopefully that means I get to go, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so, but I hardly thought about the trip, like going up to it, which is very different for me. Usually like getting excited for the trip and thinking about it a lot is something I do. I didn't even book the rental car for a long time because it just felt like it's going to be another thing I'm going to have to cancel if we yeah. can't go. And, mm -hmm. um, so it was more like a month or two before that I started, like Daryl and I started talking about it and we started kind of working through like some more specifics about what we wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And then it was more like a week before it was like, oh, I think we're actually going. And then mm -hmm. like, but I didn't pack until the night before. Which I didn't is even make my uncommon pack. for you. Yes, very Unlike uncommon for me. normal for me. <laughs> yeah, um, but I didn't even make my packing list until like a day before that. Oh, which, wow. Like normally my packing list is well in advance mm -hmm. and I've already thought through so many dynamics and logistics and everything. But there, I think regardless of where we were going, I might have felt that way, but with Hawaii, they have added restrictions. Right. So I right. was also like about a month before the trip, I had to create, I created, you have to create this account on like travel.hawaii.gov or something like that mm -hmm. and upload your vaccination card and a lot of information about yourself. And I'd heard from a friend who went in September about that. So that's why I looked it up and did that for both Daryl and myself. But then at the airport, this was weird because I I had this thing in the back of my mind, like, 
what random restriction is going to change where all mm -hmm. of a sudden we're going to be at the airport and then learn we can't even go mm -hmm. or or like we get there and they're like you have to quarantine or like what's going to happen like mm -hmm. that and so we're at the airport and i i thought when we went through security we were going to be like sent to a different line because i heard something about standing in an additional line and getting a wristband mm -hmm. and so it was like I'm assuming we're just going to be told we have to go do that. We go through security and we're at our gate and it's like still more than two hours before the flight. And we're just sitting at our gate and we're like, why was that so easy? What are mm. we missing? And then, so I went and asked somebody who worked there and she said, well, at the end gates, which if you know, SeaTac, you have to SeaTac, you have to take a little like underground Tram train yeah, yeah, to get yep. to. She said at the end gates, you can go get a wristband there. And I was like, I can, and which is a weird thing to be told at an airport that you can mm -hmm. do something because mm -hmm. at airports it's like, sir, go stand over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you must. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, you can. Mm -hmm. And so we had a little left time that we we're like, okay, we'll go to the end gates. And so we went to the end gates and then there was a line there. And then the guy had us log in on our phones to the account that we had created and mm -hmm. show him. And then he like approved something or other on it. And they gave us a wristband and the wristband what that meant was that on the hawaii side we didn't we didn't have to go through a health check there so it's like a pre-health check so to get through the you, airport in hawaii quicker so you either could have done it at SeaTac in seattle yes or in hawaii but yes. you would have had to have do it on at either end that's why it's you can it's because okay. you could get on the plane without doing that. Gotcha. But if you didn't want to or didn't know about going to the end gates, you could have done it at our gate that we were boarding from and there was a massive line. Mm. So it slowed down the whole getting on the plane process and it was just like because all these people like we're all well, we're like just sitting with our wristband waiting for the gate, you know, to to board. Mm -hmm. All those other people are like in line. It was a big big line, you know at our mm. gate like trying to do the health check thing there so it was weird it was not super clear it was mm -hmm. definitely there's just these moments in travel where you realize like i have to go for this figure this out for myself and make this happen for myself mm -hmm. no one's telling me exactly what to do and no one's gonna hold my hand <laughs> and i could easily not be able to do something because of something that i mess up or miss and that's mm -hmm. how it kind of felt you yeah. know, was like, I better make sure that I know what I'm doing. And then also like up until November 8th, you also had to have a negative COVID test. And I don't know if you just show up to the airport and don't have that, like just turn you around, do and they say, have nope, rapid home. tests or do they, cause you can also quarantine for two weeks when you get there, but like, but then that would have been our whole trip. Yeah. That uh, only if you're going there and you live there or something, I think yeah. that matter. Yeah. So that was, it was just interesting because like, I was like, I feel like they should have sent us like five emails about this or something. Like, I mean, it's just, yeah. we got like one the day before that kind of had some information on it, but it was something where it was like, it was like having to be proactive to get that information. But then on the Kona side, when we landed, it was great. Cause they just saw our wristband and just like, okay, bye. And we were gone. Mm. So that was nice. Although then to rent our car, we also had to show like this QR code that that website had generated showing okay. that we had passed this check and had our vax cards and all that stuff so who knows okay. how long they'll keep that in place either yeah but they can because they're an island true so 
they, sure. they can't they can do that they don't have to worry about border crossing in the same way as states that are connected yeah. or things like that so yeah anyway um but until that was all done and we're like sitting on the plane then it was like okay now we're going to hawaii mm-hmm. and so um and i i don't know how long i will feel that way about my upcoming trips it yeah. might be the rest of my life it might be that that's it honestly almost felt like it could have been like a surprise trip for how like the emotions that went with it of like yeah but it also made it like i don't know i think letting go of some expectations is really good mm-hmm. and just to be like whatever we get to do it's gonna be great and that's like mm-hmm. a great way to go do a trip you know yeah. and so yeah. i think that made it really chill in that way that it wasn't like i've been waiting for a year and you know i have all yeah. these things i have to do so yep yeah cheryl ryan what's your next trip oh oh i forgot about this question i do not have one okay and i do not know Hmm. i don't think i'll be traveling much this next year i think Mm -hmm. daryl and i after spending money on this trip are like you know what let's not do much travel next year so that we can spend a little more time saving for Mm -hmm. some travel and like we're hoping to go to Europe maybe like in a couple of years, but we're like, okay. hey, let's save for a little longer so we mm-hmm. can do a bigger trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with Jack this summer, I don't know if we'll necessarily go somewhere because of my job. You know, I don't think I can take right. a week off like during wedding season. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because of having a newer job, it feels like a good time to like save the vacation hours for a mm-hmm. while because I currently have none and I'll accrue them over time, you know, and all mm-hmm. and all that stuff that comes with a new job. And so I think wanting to work more this next year and not spend as much money, it there there won't be a big one next year. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see after that what okay. happens. I want to take Jack on a plane at some point. Has he never been on a plane? He's never been on a plane. Okay. So I would like to do that with him. I don't know where we would take him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think it's this this next little season will be more like the travel dreaming again. And mm-hmm. as Jack is like getting older and like having more opinions, I'm also excited. Like the next time we take a trip with him, we we would love for him to like get to weigh in on mm. some things, you know, and mm-hmm. like that's probably going to be involved in like showing him pictures and videos of things, you know, yeah. or things like that to be like, would you want to do this or that, you know, cause he doesn't mm-hmm. know what his options are or what's out there, but right. it would be very fun to like get some of his opinion on a trip. But yeah, I think it'll, I'm sure I'll do little weekend things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I do. But yeah. Okay. But I got to go to Hawaii. You got to go to Hawaii <laughs> and get on a plane. I know. I felt so out of practice going through like security and everything. It was like, oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Normally, at this point in the podcast, we transition to Wish You Were Here's. But we've been doing a lot of Wish You Were Here's for <laughs> a lot of weeks at this point. So I think we're going to do something a little bit different this week, Cheryl. Yeah. And it's kind of fun that we were. You know, I was saying the place I would take you was the volcano so mm-hmm. that you could explain it to me, mm-hmm. um, which I would probably say to you anyway at any moment in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the reason particularly that I've been thinking about that is because we've actually been 
cheating on this podcast with another podcast. What? <laughs> what? Isn't that the most negative way? It's like say podcast that? infidelity. Is that what you're like? Let's not frame it that way. <laughs> um, we are starting a new podcast. Yes, we are. So we haven't started releasing episodes yet, but no. You know, as Not our yet. listeners know with us and our spreadsheets and our planning <laughs> and all of that, if you know us at all, you know that we do love to plan. We've been recording episodes and actually next week is when our first one comes out. Yes. Well, sort of. The trailer. It's, the It's our, it's our kind intro. of intro. What is this new podcast episode? Kind of an yes. introductory episode. But yeah. Ryan, what is this new podcast? Well, it was your idea, as <laughs> most of the time they are. And it's a great idea, which, as most of the time they are, it's called I Slept Through Science. Oh, so you it did? That's weird. You're a science I did. teacher. Yeah. Well, I find science boring. So, you know. <laughs> so it'll be a very different podcast for us because it won't be travel related. And mm -hmm. that makes me sad because I love talking about travel, but it also makes me happy because I love talking about science too. So the, basically the premise is that you're going to ask me science questions. Like what's the deal with the volcano? Why is it so impressive? And I'll do my best to answer. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so far it's been so fun and I've been learning a lot. Yeah. And so I'm excited to keep learning and mm -hmm. have more and more little science lessons. Um, it's definitely, I mean, I think like it, could be for all ages, but, and yeah. certainly I think like a kid could learn things from it to me as an adult. I think what's exciting about it for other adults is like when we were in school, how much did we care about what yeah. we were learning? But mm -hmm. now as adults, it's like, man, it would be really cool to understand that lake of lava, you know, or things like that, yep. um, or just like everyday things that we experience and mm -hmm. how are they connected to science or why, why is this happening the way it is? Yeah. Um, and so it's fun now at this stage in life, you know, taking some time to learn, learn some more, you know, as a full fledged adult. And it's like, I don't do this for my job, but guess what? Education is still great and interesting. Um, and so with that, we realized that we, um, are not, well, we, I don't know how long ago we realized we were not full-time professional podcast hosts but <laughs> we realized with that being the fact we cannot keep up two podcasts at once right. with you know having other things in our lives and just being humans um and so this podcast is going to be coming to a close mm -hmm. very soon and then not I yet yeah, you got a couple more weeks <laughs> and then um, and then we will be releasing episodes weekly during the school year of I Slept Through Science. Yeah. Yeah. So for us here at Take Me With You, next week we'll do the I Slept Through Science trailer for you all so that you can just listen to it straight here, get an idea. Are you interested? Do you care? Anything like that? The following week, we'll also give you the first full episode here. And then we will have one final special ending episode for Take Me With You. And Cheryl and I have talked about lots of different ideas. I've talked to some 
uh, friends and listeners about ideas. And I think we've got a pretty cool plan for how to wrap things up. So I'm, I'm actually really excited about that final episode that we'll get to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't need to say our final little goodbyes right now, fortunately, but, um, it has been, we, we've loved having guests on this podcast and we are also excited to not have guests on our new podcast because of scheduling and just the logistics people all the logistics and so it has been perfect for this one and we've been so so grateful to everyone who's been a guest on this podcast and taken the time to share about their trips and i think it's really made it what it is Mm -hmm. um but i've learned so much right from our guests so much and there's so many more places now that i have to go (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know that's really the problem with having this podcast was that our lists were getting too long. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're still podcasting together. We'll still be releasing a podcast. That's the other thing we've been working on as we've mm-hmm. been releasing these Wish You Were Here episodes. Um, but just, yeah, di- different content and theme. Yep. But you can still follow us here at Taking With the Podcast. Uh, we are at Tim We Podcast. That's at T M W I for Taking With You Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can also still email us at timweepodcast at gmail.com. Send us favorite moments that you've had from the podcast, maybe things that you've learned, what countries or states, cities have you added to your list because of this podcast? Um, we would we would love to hear your takeaways. Absolutely. We'd also love it if you would rate and review us on whatever you're using to listen to this or subscribe and share because we still have some more episodes coming out. And our plan is to leave these episodes out there because a lot of the travel stories are still excellent and they could still be helpful in people planning. So the podcast is not going away just because we're going to stop making new episodes. And although we're not making new episodes, there are two people who are artists who have contributed to this podcast, who are continuing to make their art, who you Mm -hmm. should definitely check out. One of them is Beth Reed Miller. She made our logo that we love so much. You can check her out at Beth is something. And our theme song is thanks to Erica Corbin, who is still making wonderful music. And um, her song that we play is called Round the Globe. And you can check her out wherever music is sold or streamed. That's all we have for this episode. So until next time, remember to take me with you. Take me with you. Can we get a sailboat chasing down the sunset as we float round and round the globe? Salty air and balmy nights guided only by the lights above and a little love. All the world is out there waiting to 